Now, there's two parshas in the Torah, Tazriyam Long two parshas, difficult to understand all the details. And the whole thing about it is we become a Mitzras mainly because of Loshan Hara. It's an amazing thing that Mamish Tori says, Mitzoyde is Moitzi Shemra, saying lies. Or not even a lie, even honest, something truth, but uh, it's just to, you know, to talk against someone, you know, and uh, so I don't know if I focus more on the details, Aloha, but to explain, you know, the power of and the power of speech and what a speech is a gift and how unfortunately it gets abused and not used the right way. So, the Torah said to us, Shuma so the Gemara Dashans, Torah says to us, be careful not to become a Mitzayda. How do you become careful? Is you don't speak gossip. Now, this is a huge challenge. Remember when I got married, and I remember telling my wife, I don't want to speak about people. She told me, you cut 90% of our conversations out. <laughs> what are we going to talk about for not people? It hit me how true that was. You know, like, you know, talking, if you don't want to talk about people, it gets cut. Uh, because once you start speaking about people, but I learned another incredible lesson I learned. That... When people are extremely happy with themselves, they don't have the urge to gossip. The fact of life, I was lucky to watch. I had a great father, and my father almost never spoke gossip because he was an incredible happy person with himself. And I always try to explain this. I gave this marshal that a bunch of young people sitting and there's a gossip, and they, you know, the gossiping, you know, terrible. And one guy gets a phone call from his wife, and he tells his wife, Guess what? I just checked the numbers of the lottery ticket. We won $50 million. I don't want you to tell anyone. I don't want any iron hutter. Let's just keep it quiet. He puts his phone into his pocket, he sits down, he looks around his friends, and says, Why are we gossiping? And they turned to him, did Chovetz Chaim just call you? What, what is this? What happened over here? If a person is very happy with themselves, he has no need to, to speak against people, to belittle them, or to gossip, or to, to boast about yourself, in a deep happiness with yourself. When we're unhappy with ourselves, it is very tempting to knock other people. It's a rule I watched this for many years. I see this. Very true. The treaty says that, you know, you shouldn't speak Roshan Hara. The best way to avoid speaking Roshan Hara, it's very hard for people to tell me all the time, is just to be extremely happy with yourself. If you tell yourself, I'm so lucky and happy, now we all get hurt. We get annoyed in life. 
But if the happier you are, the less the urge and the need is to speak about people. You know, and this is uh, because uh, <clears throat> the, let me try to explain the interesting Gemara. The Gemara says that Hashem created the whole world in a standing form. People stand, and then the you know person, his head is straight up, his body is straight up, his hands are straight, and legs. The only limp that's not straight up is your tongue who lays flat. Why is that so? So the Marahal has a very, very powerful explanation. And he says, when a person stands, or even just sits when he's erect, he is doing something. There's something being done. You know, he's walking, talking, working. When you lay down flat with your body, it's a time of rest. Right now you're not, you know, it's the most... If you don't suffer from insomnia, all you got to do is lay down and you doze off. That's how the body is made. It is, when a person is standing, it's a working situation. The morale says the tongue is supposed to be resting all the time. Shem made the tongue this way, so you, when you want to speak, you think what you're speaking. It's not that your tongue is always working, just the opposite. The tongue has to be resting and not working. When you want it to work, that's when you got to work it up, so to say. Then the Gemara says that the tongue has two walls around it, from bones and from flesh. So the Gemara says the teeth are bones and the, the mouth is the flesh. Two chaymas, two things around it that you shouldn't speak in Hara. It's interesting. So it's very, very, very profound so the, the, the Rishalmi explains that the Rav Shimba said, if I would have created the world, I would have made two mouths. One mouth you learn Torah, and one mouth you could uh, not Torah. Anything negative. Then Rav Shimba says, never mind, never mind, he said. Madach, one mouth, we have no control. Imagine we'd have two mouths, how that's going to be. That's what Rishalmi says. It is, it is clear from the Gemara, it is very difficult and very challenging. But when people, people speak gossip, the Zoe says it brings up in Shemayim incredible negative kitrik. It's like you're inviting the prosecutor to prosecute yourself and others. So imagine, you know, if a guy goes to the IRS and he says, you know, I think you check my books. No one would think about it. Because you know, no books are clean. And if you, you know, they come, they, who knows what a wreck it could do to you. So the Zoe says, when you speak gossip about others, you're literally inviting the prosecutor into your life. And you know, the Chofetz Chaim used to say, always oh, people go through hardships in life. He says, the first thing is stop speaking gossip. Because the, the, the gossip is the one who sort of invites the Kitrugim, the prosecutor, into your life. To make life difficult. But it's very interesting that the Metzoyda, if he becomes a Metzeras, he has to leave the city. He has to be outside Bodod Yeshev. He has to be all alone. He can't be with others. And hopefully, by being alone, he is going to do tshuva. So, for years, I didn't understand it. And one time, 
I was speaking to someone. He was uh, unfortunately incarcerated. So I asked him, it's a nice way of saying in jail, but I asked him, tell me the most, what was the most difficult thing in prison? So he told me, when they put you into isolation, but you know, if one of the punishments is, they lock you up for 24 hours, and you're with no one. He says, that was the worst. So I said to him, wow, I think you should go home and tell your wife every day, I just love that you hang out with me. Being alone is so painful. You know, it is, it, I never thought about it, but for certain people, being alone, he says, being alone 24 hours is incredibly painful. The Mitzvah the, has to be seven days alone. But uh, this is going to make him feel how important is to be with other people and how to act to other people in a positive way. To appreciate, you know, if you have someone that you appreciate, you know, you, it's, it's, you'll act differently. You know how important it is that we have people, we have friends, we have to people to talk with and to not to be alone. So that will give him a different way of looking in life. But the truth is that the Loshon Hara, the Nachman rest of explains to come break, bring invites into a person a very negative thing, a safe hatred. He says he loses the love for holiness and true love too. The love gets ripped away from the person, gets diminished. Because it is that way. When you speak about people, it's not the goodness of you is coming out at that moment. You're annoyed, you're angry. And most people, there's a reason. No one, you like, you know, just gossips for no reason. But it doesn't bring the goodness out into you. So for that reason, explained, he loses the holiness of love that we have for Kedusha. And the less you speak gossip, the more it brings passion of true love, true kedusha, to, to have the love should be in a high level. I always tell, tell this to people, love is a very difficult thing. Sounds so easy in the movies, but the reality is to truly like someone, respect them, to cherish them, to adore them, without just because it's the person, it's not so easy. To really love is a very difficult thing. And by speaking Lashnara, it robs a person that power to be there and loving in a kind way. And when you don't speak Lashnara and you speak good things, it literally invites the love of Kedush into you. There's a very interesting thing in the Pasha where the Torah says, a Metzoyde has to bring two, two birds. So Rashi brings down, why does he bring two birds? Because the birds chirp all day long. And, you know, it comes up chirping, talking. But it's very interesting. One of the birds, you shecht, and you drip the blood into a cup with well water. Then you take the live bird, you dip it into the water and the blood, and you sprinkle on the mitzvah seven times, and then you set the other bird free. So one gets slaughtered, gets shechted, and one gets sent, set free. Why is this so? So the Zoe says a very interesting thing. The Zoe says, <coughs> we get punished not only for speaking Lashonara, we get punished for not speaking when we need to speak. 
always tell this to people, in the, in, in, in the Torah, in our religion, doesn't want us to be passive. The Torah wants you to be aggressive, to speak up. Something is wrong, speak up. Most people, especially in America, like to be passive. It's not my business. It's not, I can't get involved. The Torah doesn't say that. The Torah says a person has to speak up and he needs to speak up. So one, the, the bird that you shecht is to control your urge of Loshonara. The bird that you set free is set your mouth free. Talk when you need to talk. I always joke in shul, I tell the people in my shul, in shul, the men do not know how to keep quiet. They yap away, and they come home, and the wife asks, what's going on? Nothing. What happened in the shul? Nothing. I was watching from the ladies' section. The guy's going to stop talking. What do you mean, nothing? It's because when there's a need to talk, you don't talk. And when there's no need to talk, you do talk. I say this, and <clears throat> this is true in Lashon Hara too. He says, many people call me up asking about a shidduch, what I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say. Now, most often, if it's before the, the shidduch became, most often the, you're allowed to say things even though you didn't need to say. Someone asked me that, you know, they called him up and he offered information about the health about the family. Yeah, they didn't ask me, but I said, I want you to know, so-and-so is, suffers from, from certain illnesses. And then he called me up, he says he felt terrible why I opened my, why he said he felt himself, why did I open my mouth, why did I say this? I tried to explain to him, there is no mitzvah to say, but there's nothing wrong, he said, because people have a right to know. If you didn't mean it viciously, just gave information, people have a right to know there's certain illnesses that runs a family, this is what the family is. You don't have to say, but it's not Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is when you speak about someone for no, you know, this guy, you know what he did? I saw him going to McDonald's. Or I saw this guy, you know, uh, hang out with a shiksa. I saw this guy, you know, things that is, you know, there's nothing, there's no value to it. But if you tell, you know, someone asks you about a shidduch, if he didn't ask you, you don't have to tell them. But if you did tell them, it's not... You know, you're hurt, you know, many people will go for the shidduch anyways. But a person has a right to know this family suffers from certain illnesses, whatever it should be. But it's amazing asking, no one ever asked me in the middle of a, you know, session, the Yiddish we call kachin, they're all passionate about some gossip. And they would call me, Rabbi, can I continue my conversation? That never happened. When the shidduch, when you're allowed to speak, that's when all of a sudden everyone asks. So the, the speech, the Zoya says, is in Golis, is in exile. When we need to talk, we don't talk. And we should talk, we don't talk. We don't need to talk, then we do talk. It, it's like uh, we don't communicate. You know, we talk and talk and talk. But if you notice, sometimes couples have a problem communicating. They don't know how to communicate. Now, they could talk, keep on talking. But they don't know how to say what bothers them, what's hurting them, to articulate. It's the speech is very, very, very interesting. So the Torah says in Pasha, these two Pashas, that a person should work and control his speech. The truth is the only way to do it is the more love you bring into yourself about yourself, the more happy you are, the more you love other people, the less chance you speak Lashon Hara. 
many, many years ago, <coughs> I saw on one of the tables over here, that here in the shul, they, the Chabad puts out the yeshiv, the Sichas from the Rebbe, he said that the Chovetz Chaim was Zoycha, the Sefer was so accepted immediately in Cloud Yisro, which is very rare. You wrote a Sefer, the Chovetz Chaim, <coughs> and all his Svarim, the Mishnah Beruda, all of his Svarim is like a bestseller. I once asked a Svarim store, what is the bestseller? Oh, you, you always hear bestseller. He says the Mishnah Beruda is the bestseller, no matter how much they print and how much they make it get sold. So the Baba Trevor said, you know why? Because he had incredible love of Claudisol. He loved Claudisol, so the Baba made his safer. But the truth is, the Chovetz Chaim writes in the safer, the more you love people, the less you're going to speak gossip. If you really like others, and you really also have, you have to remember how not to judge other people. Now, this is very thin line to judge. We have to know what's right and what's wrong. And there's, you know, it's a very thin line. But, you know, meaning to say we don't know what other people go through in life. But it's not a test for you. For other people, it's, be, it's unbearable difficult. Certain, in a simple form, there's certain people that they have to diet all the time. Otherwise, they'll be overweight. There's certain people don't have an appetite. And my family genes says we don't have an appetite. They don't know, we don't have to diet. All my nephews and nieces, it's not, it's, it's, no one has to watch the weight. They just don't have a big appetite. But certain people, they continuously, and the same thing in many things, certain people get much quickly agitated. They tolerate less pain. Other people, so, you know, there are people, anyone who has children knows, our children, remember my children, could have fever. I am going to school. Then I have a child, my nose is itching, I'm not going to school today. Right, mom? You, you know, like... So every child is different. Every person is different. Every pain of tolerance by people is different. So we can never judge the person. Now, meaning to say to speak gossip on judging. A person has a right to say, this is wrong. He's dating a shiksa. Oh, it's horrendous. Or he's eating not kosher. Or uh, whatever, you know, that things has to be put down. But just to speak about people because the urge to speak about people comes from not being happy. If you're truly happy with yourself, if you feel today you won the lottery, if you're so happy with yourself, you couldn't care less what others people right now do. He came to the wedding, he didn't come to the wedding, who he came to the wedding. The more happy you are with yourself, the less gossip you'll talk. And the more unhappy with yourself, and the more you save, loathe yourself, sort of to say, then you speak because you feel that if I knock someone, I'm going to feel good. So one of the great advice of Nachman says that every person has to accept their lot in life. You know, we don't, none of us are the same. None of us have the same makeup. None of us have the same parents. None of us have the same challenges in life. No one. Every person has a special task in life. We are a great nation, and every person has a piece in the puzzle. But your job is, not this person's job, and this is, every person has to conquer his and her challenges in life. 
Men have their challenges. Women have their challenges. People who are bright have their challenges. People not so bright have their challenges. See, we're here, you know, if a person is aware, we're here to live our life and to do the good things, to fight the evil in ourselves. Because, see, goodness demands work. You never, I never heard anyone says, I have to work hard to speak Lashon Hara. Ever heard that? It goes so easy. I always tell people, negatively, it goes as old machine. No one ever has to work. You know, I'm too happy. I got to calm down. I got to be depressed a little bit. Or I, um, I'm too positive. I have to learn how to criticize. And no one went to a therapist and said to the therapist, you know what? Teach me how to be critical. I'm, uh, I'm, I know how to sugarcoat. It is so natural in us to criticize. It's so natural in us to be negative. It's so part of our nature. The f- we have to fight not to criticize not to uh, uh, speak gossip. That is work. Negative is never work. If you default, I always tell people, the default of our mood is unhappiness. No one wakes up in the morning and screams, yeah, I'm alive. No, so get up. Do we really have to get up? Look at the clock. Push the snooze button once or twice, or maybe five times. And now we finally, it's no one's, ah! Unless something is waiting for you, great, that, in the morning. That's the nature of the Rabbanisha made us. That's part of the challenge that we have. Happiness doesn't come by itself, and speaking positive doesn't come by itself. You gotta work on it, not to speak gossip. You gotta work to find goodness in other people. Rabbi says a lot. We always look at people and find the goodness. It's not just Rabbi the Tanya speaks about it. Everyone speaks about it. To focus on the goodness of people. The negative is very easy. We don't have to work on that. I recently pointed out to my wife, we have two grandchildren, both were two years old, two and a half, <clears throat> One was from Lakewood, and one was from uh, Flatbush. So I told them, they both put up a tantrum. I told my wife, it looked like they went to the same yeshiva. They learned how to do the same tantrum. Amazing. They're not, they're, we are born with the same kvetch. It is, the, the, we, the, the trick of life is to push it away and say, I am not going to kvetch. I will not be critical. And the best way is the more positive you are, the more you love life, the more you love yourself, the more you love Hashem, the more you love others, the less negative you're going to be. See, because neg- speaking of Shonara, as I mentioned before, Nachman says it brings the negative feelings into yourself. It's like I always like to point this out to people, and I, I, I've said this already once, I was once in shul, and a guy was eating uh, potato chips in the kitchen. Guy walks in, and he says to him, you know, that's not kosher. I mean, it's not kosher. A lace potato chip. But this one doesn't have an OU. He looks at Taka, doesn't. So, you know, it has cheese. He says, I was wondering why it tastes so good. Now, they ask a guy, I got into a big fight with his wife. 
He says, you know, I shouldn't have fought with my wife, but it felt so good after the argument. No one feels good. After a good argument, no one says, you know, I should have not argued. It was silly of me to argue, but it's great. It's like eating the lace potato chip with cheese on it. It's not that way. See, negativeness, anger, lotion horror, criticism doesn't make you feel great. A lady told me once that many years ago, she worked, she decided, this still, a few years ago, she decided not to be a nudge, not to criticize. She had a bunch of teenage daughters, and uh, anyone who raises daughters knows that the rooms are always messy. And she decided not to be a, a nudge and not to criticize. She told me it worked, it was very hard work for her. But the end result was the most amazing thing. Not only her shown bias was better, her relationship with the children were better. She began to love herself. She never realized being critical how much deeply she didn't like it. All of a sudden, she loved. She never had this experience, how much she liked herself. Being critical, Loshanara, brings out the negativeness of us. doesn't bring the, the goodness of us. Speaking good, judging people favorably, being nice to people, brings sweetness into yourself. So the best way to conquer Lashon Hara is work. That's the truth. And work is to really, really decide, this is who I am, and Hashem made me this way, with my faults, with my shortcomings, and this is my challenge. See, the Mitzvah, it's also amazing. The Mitzvah has to bring three sacrifices. A chatos, a osham, and an oila. And the Rabban, Alatoida, is a little bit, you know, asks, why is it that he has to bring three? A person's machal Shabbos brings one carbon. I forgot on Shabbos, and he worked on Shabbos. He brings one carbon. Here, guy spoke Lashon Hara, he becomes a Mitzvah, and afterwards, very... Very, you know, the Rabbana is very, tries to explain it. So one of the chassidis, I saw him say, a very, very profound thing. He says, the Rabbani Shalolam in Shemayim, in heaven, wants so much to do good to us. His love to us is incredible. When we sin, we change sort of the mood of Hashem. And instead of being compassionate, we change the midas arachman from midas adin. It becomes harsh. And the chazal say the other way around. Tzaddikim take the midas adin, the harsh judgment, and turn the midas arachman into goodness and kindness. So he says, when you speak Lashon Hara, the Zoe says, you bring out all the prosecutors. Imagine, all are screaming, the prosecutors. You would take the midas arachman and he made it into midas adin. Is so wants to do good, and all of a sudden, you know, there's a Midas Hadin over here. So he says, so the Bishwan Yuva says, so not only does the Mitzvah have to do Chuva that he sinned, part of his Chuva is that you changed, sort of, we don't know what this means exactly in Kabbalah, but somehow you changed the, for the moment that the Bunshlam wanted to do good and he had to be tough, and Robert, she didn't want to. So you have to do Chuva for bringing out. The Midas Adin, 
that Hashem wants to do such good kindness, and you didn't let him do do kindness, and you brought din into the world. So you got to do tshuva about that, because Loshon Hara brings out horrific dinim, the Zoe says. So, you know, you should tell yourself, the less I speak Loshon Hara, the more successful my life will be. You know, because when you talk to yourself, it's much easier to come, overcome. It brings literally blessings. I know it's very difficult. I know that myself. You work hard on it. You got to remind yourself every day. You tell yourself, I always tell myself, whenever I speak Loshanara or I think it was Loshanara, I must not be happy today. It's always true. If you're extremely happy, there's nothing there to talk. And again, as I say, it's, it is extremely challenging to be happy. Happiness is work. Unhappiness is the default. Very easy to be unhappy. It's extremely easy to be, you know, quetchy, critical. Because I'll say that Dovid Melech is a famous prophecy. Dovid Melech says, Me who ish a chofetz chaim. The chofetz chaim is called that name. Who is a person who wants life? The tzoi, the shayn meiro. Keep your mouth from not talking bad. Because if you don't talk bad, you feel life. You know, there's life and there's life. There's living. You know, we all know sometimes you walk around a little bit numb. That's not soul of life. Sometimes you're full of alert. Your life is sweet. You want life? Don't gossip. Watch your tongue. means watch. Your mouth made off from saying bad things. Doesn't only say don't speak. We gala literally take charge of our mouth. The mouth is sometimes literally out of control. So I want to leave it again to all of you. As I sometimes say, take my challenge. And today it's a wonderful weather. Why don't we smile all day long? Even if you're not, you don't feel up to it. But you know, if you walk in and you smile, everyone smiles back to you. I have seen this over and over again. But you, because you know what? The sun is going to set today with our smile, without our smile. Why don't we look back today and say, wow, I had a great day. Most often we look back and say, well, could have been better. If you walk around just happy, the whole day is a different day. Your, your relationship with others is different. And everything you do is a higher level. Your mitzvahs you do in a happier way. And everything we do is, gets so elevated. You'll see we resist being happy. Isn't that amazing? Ask everyone, what do you want who wants to be happy? But we resist. You want to be happy? Why aren't you happy? Because it's work. That's why it is really work. It doesn't... Come easy. You gotta really work on it. So the best way to do it is fake it till you make it. Have you all have a great week.
Ja. 